Hi, this is Charles Kelly, author of the book, Yes, Money Can Buy You Happiness. Uh, it's a book I wrote because a lot of people go around saying, oh, money doesn't buy you happiness. They're normally people who have got loads of money and more money than they know what to do with, and they kind of want to make you feel better. Uh, but And then there's this saying, which I cover here, um, this, this, old, uh, this old nut that says, uh, money is the root of all evil. I actually cover that. I cover the money is the root of all evil, right? Uh, it's been pumped into us from from ch children, and you know if you study the Bible, you'll know that uh, many of the most famous stories and the uh, most famous people in the Bible, for instance, uh, Abraham, Joseph, Solomon, were immensely wealthy. And you know, in, in the Old Testament, they talked about God giving wealth to to, to people and 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 blessing them with wealth. Uh, so so this this idea that uh, money is is that evil is is just wrong in fact the the real quote is for the love of money is the root of all evil not money is the root of all evil and it's actually uh it, it actually says for the love of money is the root of all evil and it's found in timothy 6 and so so this is uh, you know they've, they've actually dropped this for the love and, and it's sort of ingrained in people's head that money is the root of all evil. But you try telling somebody uh, that is hungry, starving, maybe he's a refugee. Oh, you know, money doesn't buy you happiness. No, that, that, that just it just doesn't add up, does it? Of course money can buy you happiness. It doesn't mean it will buy you happiness. It doesn't mean it always will buy you happiness. But it can bring you security. It can bring you fun. It can bring you joy into your life. It can help you to do other things for other people. You know, if you, if you can't even look after yourself. You haven't got enough money to, to look after yourself. You can't give anything to charity. You can't give anything to your local church. You can't help other people. You can't help your family member when they come to you and say, look, I need a loan. I need, I need help here. Of course you can't. So don't tell me that you know, money, yes, money can buy you happiness. That was the title I wanted. Uh, and, and it sort of surprises people, but that's why I wrote the book. Now, talking about money, uh, we've been saying for a little while now that interest rates are likely to go up. A lot of economists have been predicting it. The markets have been predicting it and have moved to, to, to account for, for an interest rate rise. But the, the Bank of England that decides these things, not the government here, the Bank of England, has decided to hold rates at the record low of 0.1%, which is almost zero. Uh, but it hinted that in the coming months it will increase rates. And this, this has surprised many people, but I still think by the end of the year it could change, early January at the latest. So we have a thing here called the Monastery Policy Committee. In the US, you've got the Federal Reserve, and you've got the, uh, in, in Europe, you've got the, the central bank there. They decide on these interest rates. But the, this committee meets once a month, and on this Thursday, which is today, policymakers met and voted 7-2 in favour of this in favor of no change from the current record low of 0.1 percent and the government but the governor of bank of england said that he's andrew bailey said the decision had been a close call well 72 doesn't sound close to me but he said at the moment they don't see any value in uh raising interest rates but they're waiting to see the, how the job market uh, copes with the end of the the job furlough scheme so the uk then has resisted calls uh, to hike rates uh amid inflation expectations by the end of the year of four percent and we we see this uh in in many major economies in germany and america where interest rates of five uh, inflation is is running at five percent that means prices have gone up by five percent that means money has been devalued each year 
by 5%. So they're going to have to do something. And you know, a lot of people say, oh, high, high interest rates, what are they? And if you're, if you're still young, uh, maybe a millennial or younger generation X, whatever, you've probably never seen high interest rates, high inflation rates. You've been used to this low interest rate uh, environment. But I've seen it. I've seen inflation at over 20%. I've seen interest rates on, on my mortgage go from 12% to 16.25% in the time it took me to, to agree the price on the house and move in uh, because of high inflation. That was a time when inflation was running away and that was the biggest fear in Western economies. Uh, so, so what did the government, Margaret Thatcher, do? She, she hiked up interest rates and then started to bring inflation down. Uh, for me, it was a disaster. I was, you know, my, my payments had doubled on my mortgage. It was like, I can't even afford this. You know, I'd got the mortgage on the basis that I could just about afford what, what I was being quoted. And then it went up again. And, you know, it, it was incredible. Uh, but I stuck with it. And after two years, uh, that, that flat that I only bought for, for £16,000, I, I eventually sold it for, after just two years, uh, £25,000. Bought a house and sold that a short while later for a profit as well. So property is still a good investment, uh, provided you you know you know what you're doing and you're you're buying the right stuff. But I'm just saying about interest rates. You know, if you're young, you may not have seen this, but you know, going back to those days, you would have thought 10%, 12% was quite a good rate for a mortgage. In fact, a lot of people fixed their mate their their mortgages at 10% for many years, and then when interest rates started to come down, they were they were panicking. You know, uh, so. Um, don't don't think that high interest rates could not come back again and, and low interest rates are not good for everyone they're not good for savers um you know it, it doesn't always help the economy to have near zero near zero rates so i would expect them to be going up in in the very near future and talking about um money again the us has started to this thing called tapering which is uh reducing the amount they're buying bonds by at the moment they're buying Hundred, they're pumping money and printing money into buying bonds, U.S. Treasury bonds, at 120 billion dollars per month. Yes, 120 billion. I said billion dollars per month. They're planning to reduce that by 10 billion. So that is expected to take uh, maybe a hit on the economy somehow. There'll be less money pumping into the economy, and and we shall see if that that does trigger anything. We'll we'll have to see exactly what will happen there. This is uh, big economics. Worry about your own economics, but do look at the big economics, but look at your economy, what you're doing to boost your own economy. That's what really counts uh, because it's it's hard nowadays. You can't just expect, I think, to just, you know, work hard, go to college, get a degree, put a bit of money aside and hope that you're going to be financially free. It, it, it just won't happen. I do agree with saving. You must save money. You can't just spend everything you earn. But you need to learn about investment. You need to, to learn how to, to multiply your income, how to get multiple streams of income and invest your, your, your money. Um, you know, at the time I bought that first flat and, and sold it for 10,000 more, I would never have made that money just by working harder. Uh, it was like money that's almost come out of thin air because I was living in the flat at the time as well. So I, did, I wasn't paying rent. But j just think about that. You know, you, you need to learn more than just how to put your money in the bank. So have a look at that. Anyway, other other things on that I've been talking about this week, buy to let property demand dropped in London by by 60% as Chinese buyers uh, dry up. I don't expect that to last. There's still a shortage of properties in the UK. There's still more people looking for properties and looking to rent properties. 
than there are properties available. So there might be a temporary dip in London, but London will always come back. Uh, and financial education is more important than anything else. It's the key to not only building wealth, but keeping wealth, keeping your money, preserving your wealth. So do check out my my free content on, on iTunes, on my podcast, on, on YouTube, on my channel. Do like, subscribe, share the free content to get it out to more people. And if you want to go deeper and learn more about becoming financially free without necessarily working any harder than you are now, do check out the link below. and I'll take you through a program free, free training that can take things deeper than I can do on a, on a 10 minute video here. So thanks for listening. Have a great evening. And remember that financial education is the key to building and keeping your wealth.